Hey guys, good evening. My name is Toyeshi Oyebade from the Reconciliation Ministry and I'm excited to be with you tonight. Thank you for listening. Thank you for acting. I want to believe that by the grace of God, you are being taken into action all the things that we've been talking about. For some reason, I have really enjoyed <clears throat> excuse me I really enjoyed this month's podcast like I've even listened to them over again because for for some weird reason when I write I read and read and read I can't explain it but anytime I write something I'm usually just it, it looks like I'm sapping out the juice from the content and when I'm done abusing it in quotes because no jokes i could literally write something no matter how long and i will read it read it read it read it, read it. when i'm done i will just move on but surprisingly when i talk maybe in voice notes or podcasts or anything i'm usually shy maybe i just assume that hey i will say something that i might not like in it you get i rarely go over to my previously recorded um, stuff to listen but guys this month i've listened to every week's podcast all over again and it looks like every time there is something to get for me now i'm imagining how much god is using this podcast in people's lives i'm just super grateful for the gift of the holy spirit i'm grateful for the grace to run this ministry god has been immensely good and gracious to us testimonies have been abounding lives have been changing you know relationships have been rekindled now the 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 aim of the reconciliation ministry like the name sounds is that every person every day comes into a better reality that god is recklessly in love with them that every person that comes in contact with me by the help of the holy spirit lives my presence physically fully aware that god loves them if that's the only thing i'm able to achieve in my entire life i feel like i have lived well nobody around me is permitted to feel like god is there and they're here nobody around me is permitted to feel lost even if you're currently feeling lost, I call you back by the Spirit of the Holy Spirit, by the Spirit of God. I said Spirit of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> you guys. <clears throat> I call you back by the Spirit of God and I bring you into sonship in the name of Jesus. I rekindle your love for God. I rekindle your assurance, the hope that you have that God loves you. I reignite it in the name of Jesus. As from today, you are fully aware that God loves you. Amen. So by the help of the Holy Spirit, we have been treating, tackling depression as a Christian. We've seen how it is not because <clears throat> you've done bad things in the past. We have also seen how it is the case that when we do not hope again, or when we have no desire to hope, before we know it, we are shifting small, 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 tending towards being depressed. And for some persons, you might not even know that all the things that you've been doing are signs of depression you'll be shocked that 
well, I'm, I'm not sure you'd be shocked, but I'm sure that many of us Google symptoms, right? And you might just be having a little migraine and you put it on Google and Google is telling you that <laughs> you have six days <laughs> just because of how <clears throat> intense that app is. And we are here by God's grace, even with the ups and the downs and the in-betweens, no matter the symptoms that we might have been experiencing, God has brought us this far. And he's saying that if I have brought you this far, I want you to lean on me. Hopeful that I am able to do what bring you further. Amen. Beloved of God, by the help of the Holy Spirit today, <clears throat> we'll be rounding um, the topic, tackling depression as a Christian. And we'll be seeing practical ways to do that. We've been doing it all along, but let's just do a total recap because next week monday is another month right and we won't have the opportunity to do that again by the way if you've been listening and you have questions you guys know that my dm is mostly open so if you have questions or comments or anything please don't um hesitate just send me a dm share your opinions your feedbacks if you have questions too, I might not have all the answers, but I have a community of people who might. And, you know, there's always um, there's always an answer, trust me. You might not have it. Someone you know might not have it, but somebody somewhere, uh, uh, somebody somewhere has it. So don't keep it to yourself, trust me. You will not do you and you will not have the answers if you keep them to yourself. So what's the point and what's the worst case scenario? Let's not even assume that you share your problems or you you ask your questions and nobody gives you a response. What's the worst case scenario? Maybe you will still have that question in your heart. And if you did not share it, you will have it here. So why not just share it? And what if you eventually get the answer? Or what if you eventually get the solution to it? There's always there's always um a ray of hope, right? Amen. So, beloved of God, I feel like one way to also um tackle depression, right, is to identify your triggers. I'm saying that everybody in life as a trigger people when people get angry especially for people that don't usually get angry people that get angry a lot might not be able to identify their triggers because well every day is bad bad, bad. but for people that don't really get angry there's some things that you will say to them they'll just tell you please stop it when they are saying please stop it you know that hmm you're, 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 you're about to trigger them. You get it might be basic to you. You may feel like it's immaterial. But for that person, it's a lot. So also, when we are talking about depression, there are triggers, there are causes, th- things that knowingly or um, unknowingly add up to how you feel or the things that you experience. Do you understand? Depression is not... It is not, um, it is not, should I say that? It is not something you have. 
It is something you do. It is a state of mind, a process in your mind. So if you are able to identify the causes, it could be guilt. Do you remember we talked about guilt? Somebody that <clears throat> as somebody that probably feels that oh they've aborted before or they've done this before, God will not um, accept them and all that. So it could be guilt. <clears throat> that is why when people talk to me that they are sad and all that, I'm like the first question I ask is, are you able to identify the root cause? Sometimes you are able to. When you analyze, remember when I was saying that I have a track record of your of your experiences. Do daily or weekly or anything self-analysis. I feel like if you're able to constantly do that, when you don't feel good, you can trace your emotions sort of to what 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 happened today? What happened last week that is making me feel this way? And if you are able to identify that root cause, once you can identify something, then the solution is easier. Would you not agree with me? It could be hatred. It could be unmet expectations. Maybe over and over and over again, you have prayed, 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 and you just believe that, see, my prayers can no longer be, and they're just there. And before you know it, your mind starts to wonder about starts to ruminate on things that you ought not to think about and before you know it, it just keeps gathering itself up gathering and in the twinkle of an eye it becomes a full-blown um experience right so please do well to track your experiences if you feel super excited you remember when i was telling you that i was able to identify why i was waking up very joyful recently and i said it was because i had been um doing my chores the day before so if we can make that an habit i want to believe that that would um also reflect itself <coughs> in um other areas of our lives because if you track your your daily activities you would be it will be easy for you to track weekly activities track your past and all that and be able to identify i'm feeling this some of us are resentful maybe from an old relationship and before you know it it, it just builds up into a snowball in your in your mind and you might not even know it it becomes a stronghold for you and you're just there unable to move ahead right another thing i would advise you do i'm sorry i think i'm I'm about to have um cough and kata another thing i would advise you do is that you look at your lifestyle now there are some persons that their lifestyle is so regimented such that it's just this way and human beings are um should i say are inquisitive we are curious by nature which is why when you're driving and you see two people or three or four you don't know them but as you are in that car there is one part of you that wants to know 
why they are staying on the road and what they are talking about. Even if you don't have the opportunity to know, you are looking at them and you are wondering what could they be saying because naturally, we are very inquisitive. I want to believe that this part of us comes out when we do routines like every day you're just doing this every day you're just doing this is by eight this is what you do after a while i want to believe that you might get bored of doing the same thing that's why some people will be at a job for 16 years and by the 17th year they just feel suddenly sad the joy the 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 job no longer gives them the amount of satisfaction that it used to give them in their early days and they're like you know what I'm quitting my job. Now, some persons are able by the help of the Holy Spirit to quickly identify that, okay, they are not getting satisfaction from this again. They probably need to switch careers or, you know, see a counselor and all that. For some people, they don't even know. They don't even have a business, a side also. They just want to leave that environment. So, check your lifestyle. Sometimes, lack of sleep. In fact, surprisingly, do you know that if you want to lose weight, you are always advised to sleep well. And I know that I don't do this well. So this might even be hindering why I've not lost as much weight as I would have wanted to. Because when you don't sleep well, <clears throat> I want to believe that your body is working extra time. As against it being relaxed and you are pumped for the next day. You'll be surprised that when you are awake, some you will start to binge eat. You're doing on the other things. You wake up the next day. Maybe you usually exercise. But because you've not been sleeping well, you're unable to do that. After a while, you might start to feel heavy. And you start body shaming yourself by yourself. You could have stressors. I mean, like I was saying that time, triggers. That you are consistently open um that you've constantly opened yourself to do you understand so if you want to look at your lifestyle you have to be you have to evaluate and you have to be able to track it down okay what have i been doing what do i do every day for the last six months maybe let's assume that today you woke up really burdened and all that take a book and a pen and try to evaluate what you've been doing for the last six months what were you doing before then that you have stopped doing? Some people write a lot. It's in their lifestyle. But because they switch jobs or switch roles, they've been unable to do that. You might think that Shebi is just writing. I'm not Kukuma selling the book now. Unknown to you, that was your little thing that was giving you joy. Remember what we said last week? It was your little activity bringing you the utmost joy. But unknown to you, you didn't know. And you've just been so busy. And then... The joy you derive from writing is slowly fading away. And then one day, all of a sudden, you feel choked. You don't know what to do with life and all that. So if you can just take some minutes, if I know what was I doing before this time, what am I doing now? See the left and the right and see, okay, what, 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 what um, step can I take? You may probably be able to identify your little things that bring you the utmost joy, right? And then, when, you are, when you've done this, I would advise that you act on the truth. Now, if you've been irresponsible, maybe you've been, you've been binge eating a lot, you've been unhealthy, you've not been exercising as you, you, you would um, always do, or maybe you, you read a lot and then recently 
you've been un- you've been unable to read. Yes, nobody is sending you message now. Maybe you are the one that's reading for yourself, but you might be shocked that that might be why your head is not clear because your mind is used to a certain level of excellence, and it looks like you're getting short of that level. Do you understand? So when you realize this, act on it. You must accept the challenge that okay, this is actually a problem for me because many times. We don't address our challenges. We just live by them. We get used to them. Typical Nigerian mentality. Before you know it now, you are used to it, suffering and smiling. But this is about you. Even if you are going to be taking little steps, taking one day as it comes, but at least you are doing something, you are acting on what you think is right do you need to sleep more do you need to cut down on carbs do you need to eat more healthy do you need to exercise more do you need to read a book maybe join a book club whatever you need to do that would um, help you say that it is and you might even get an accountability partner and say see I, i i believe strongly that this makes me feel more relaxed but recently i've been slacking can you please every week drop me a text saying babes have you been sleeping well or if you see me online beyond 12 a.m can you please send me a text saying go to bed or you could even configure your phone i want to believe that some phones have all these apps that will just say sleep and all that that the phone will just shut down and all that if you can do that so that even if you want to press your phone, your phone has been configured in such a way that it's telling you, go to bed. You could tell somebody in your house, please put off the light for me if I don't go to bed. You understand? Like you're consistently taking a step towards getting better. I would also advise that as you're working on this, can you align the tasks that give you joy? Align them. Let's say that you have you have 10 things to do. You enjoy doing six. But you see those four, eh? Ah, you're not really, 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 really um up to it. If you can <clears throat> spread your activities, let's say you could do three of the things you really love. Maybe you're you're at your job because you just need to get paid, and honestly speaking, you can't do you can't really do anything about it here because you don't have another opportunity to work elsewhere. Okay, but you love to sing, you love to write, you love to shake nickel. Do those things. Put a time lag to it. Okay, twelve to three, I'm going to write, sing, and all that. And then maybe four to five, I'm going to do the things I least enjoy. You know that the joy from doing your your the things that you love the most should carry you on in doing the things that you that you love least right and then after those things you put another thing that you love to do again and before you know it you're looking forward to that routine because well you've inserted strategically things that you love to do also can you be um, altruistic in nature i i mean that can you be more involved in activities that bring people immense joy now i have noticed that the more i pray for people the happier i become 
when people share their testimonies with me, I'm super excited. So I'm sharing you an app. Now, one thing that God has helped me to do is to be happy for people. I am always saying God is in my neighborhood. And when I say God is in my neighborhood, many times it's not because something is personally happening to me, but because something is happening for my friends. Now, one day somebody asked me, so if something is um, happening for your friends, how about you? I'm like, you think that if things are going well for my friends it is a it is a strong indicator that i am next because if they are sharing food in your street maybe you are you are in um house number six and they are this day from house number one two three if you are excited do you know that chances are that your excitement can call the people sharing food Uh -uh. it's like somebody is there do you understand but if you're just mute they might not knock your gates because they, want, they might assume that no, nobody is inside. And they will jump from house number 6 to house number 10 because they want to assume that nobody is inside. But when your joy is obvious and you're celebrating your friends' wins and you're just doing things that make people really happy, you'll be shocked that you will be at more peace. So I strongly recommend doing things, no matter how little, for people. Things that you know that would be for the general benefit of people. See, selfishness is one of the most self-condemning thing. Now, you, you would assume that, oh, if I'm being selfish, I'm getting the most um, level of enjoyment. Now, let me tell you, if your boss will say, logical, Larry, no, that's not what which one they say. They will say that, um, this one that they always say, that, ahem, Olowo, Larry, I want to know it is, is it does not have money. It, it means that if you are rich and everybody around you is very poor, trust me, their poverty would would drain you because they are always taxing you to give them something. And if you have ten million, by the time you give five hundred thousand, five hundred thousand, five hundred thousand to everybody around you, before you know it, all of you will be on the same same level. How about helping more people? How about raising more people around you so that? Nobody stresses you, right? At the end of the day, everybody becomes happy. Do you understand? Also, if you want to tackle um, depression, I believe strongly in communication. And by communication, I mean that describing how you feel. I know that sometimes it can be really hard to identify what you're going through. But if you're sad, say you're sad. If you're gloomy, say you're gloomy. If you're feeling um, incapable, say it. If you're feeling, if you don't feel self-sufficient enough, do you understand? If you have self-doubt, some people, they don't believe that they can do anything with their lives. Even when there's imposter um, syndrome, feeling like um, everything that, that you, you are doing, you don't deserve it. Maybe you got an award or something and you're like, do I deserve it? Somebody's better than I am now. We do it stylishly, and before you know it, you're talking down on yourself, and it can affect you in the future. So whatever you're feeling, describe it. See, when you describe it, you're owning the challenge, and you're able to identify your your stressors or your triggers. Most importantly, beloved of God, read the scriptures. Now, this should confess, but I'm purposely putting in here because I want to say the physical things that you can do first. But you see, every answer that we need is in the Bible. In fact, is it not 
um, funny that even things that we want to assume that were not really existed then when you open the bible there is always a word for every situation but the problem is oftentimes we are busy you want to be on instagram you want to be on whatsapp like my i'm talking about myself <clears throat> going from one social media app to the other the love of god if we can find time to study the the word of god what the um, bible tells us that study to show yourself approved a workman that needs not to be ashamed it means that studying brings confidence and you know that depression and confidence i'm not sure they can stay in the same place because when you have confidence you have hope and when you have hope you're saying that tomorrow is a good day do you understand and how do you know that tomorrow is a good day by studying the scriptures oh i'm tired i don't feel like it. how about you take a verse per day how about you take two verses per day at least unlike before you are actively doing something about what you're experiencing and you would read and you will study and the word of god will be in your heart and on days that you don't feel like it you're reminded of a scripture saying that you are the beloved of god that God is so in love with you that because of just you, Jesus Christ came to the world to die. Do you know that if you were the only human being on earth, Jesus Christ would have still come? Just assume that there's nobody. You are the only one on earth. Jesus Christ would have still gone through that same experience. He would have still been born. He would have still done ministry. He would have still gone to the cross. He would have still died just for you because you are that important to god but you will not know how important you are to god without reading god's love letters because the bible is 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 how god is communicating his art to you saying that my beloved this is how i feel for you this is what i'm feeling about you imagine somebody trying to ask you out and you're not reading their their text messages. How would the person convey their acts to you? Maybe you're even single and you're wondering, why am I single? But somebody is in your DM sending you love letters and you've not been opening them. The only way you can know is by what is by opening that DM and reading it, right? Look at how David addresses God. You will know that sometimes he's addressing God from deep sadness. And even in those verses, you will see how he still exalted the name of the Lord. In all things, we should give thanks. In all things, not in not on the good days, not on the perfect days. In all things, not only when you're excited, in all things, give thanks. And if you can make thanksgiving a lifestyle, you are able to circumvent your life. You are able to shut down voices of opposition. You are able to eradicate every form of self-doubt. And knowingly or unknowingly, you are gravitating towards liberation such that depression becomes strange to you. Do you understand? Also, beloved of God, you can see a professional. Now, there's a place of the Holy Spirit and there's a place of therapy. Now, ah, uh, the person that is a therapist, what if he's not a child of God? There are children of God that are therapists too. You don't know because you've not, you've not been asking. If you ask people around you, they will direct you to a child of God that is a therapist. 
Do you understand? And this person, if you don't know how to identify your stressors, by speaking to them, you you will be able to identify what has been stressing you. It might be something very, very small. Do you understand? So don't say, ah, she be I have the only spirit. Keep cooking, cooking, cooking. It is people too. They are God's children too. It's just the way I'm recording this um, podcast. Half of the things I'm saying, you know about them, right? But you never can tell. Somebody might need um, to be reminded. Why do we go to church? Shebi, we have the Holy Spirit now. Shebi, we can preach to ourselves. You can. But don't neglect the word, the fellowship of brethren. Because watch, when you are lacking, somebody else has the strength to help you. And where, the, where are that other person is lacking, you have the strength to help the person. And before you do it, everybody is happy. So you cannot do well in the... in You cannot do well... No, you can do well by yourself, but you can't go as far by yourself. Same way if you want to, let's say, trek now. Know that if two or three people are trekking together and they're gisting, before you know it, they're where they're going. And none of them look stressed because they were just, you know, gisting. As against if you were the only person on the road, nobody to talk to. You look to the right, nobody to the left, nobody. Before you know it, you're tired because... You are just mentally stressed. Right? So please don't um, look down on the place of seeing a therapist. Especially, it makes it better if that therapist is a child of God. Because as when you, even as the person is using professional means, the person is also helping you spiritually too. Do you understand? Also, beloved of God, Try your best to resolve conflicts. Now, I don't know if some people find joy in conflicts, but some of us don't. When I'm not in good terms with people, I just feel very bad. When I see them, I have to be beating like this. You just be, you just be feeling sad. Maybe church that you, you are usually excited to go, but because choir master and yourself, you are fault. You are not feeling. You don't feel like going to church again. And the devil is using that opportunity to, to buy you from getting more insights. And you know as far as you are, you are open to, right? So don't let any conflict be in your way of accessing more light. So what do you do? People will always make you mad. Trust me. People will always get on your toes. So people are sent from hell to make sure that you're perpetually in the state of anger. But you, when you give them that um, opportunity, well, they have your your remote control then. That means that they can switch up on your emotions whenever they can. So when you resolve conflicts, you're saying that I'm taking the I'm, 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 I'm taking the ability to get on my nerves from you. I'm taking away your chance and restricting me from getting more insights. Because you will just be there gloomy. Imagine days when you and your best friend have issues. To even post online, you'll be feeling somehow. You will not be able to eat well. You will just be... You might not know that this is, that's why you're doing those things. You might just feel like, what is wrong with me? Do you have malaria? But it's because you've been stressed mentally. Because one relationship that you so much rely on is going bad. 
So how about you resolve conflicts? Now, sometimes the conflicts are from your past. Somebody in primary one, and you'll be shocked that you might not be able to go further than that barrier. That's why we talked about analyzing your lifestyle, looking at your past, doing daily, weekly, monthly, anything self-evaluation. And sometimes you go to your past to, to see Somebody might have offended you in primary school, and that is probably maybe one day in, in your mathematics class, the man insulted you, and since then you've lost math teachers. And you'll be shocked that till today you might be very poor in mathematics. And you might think that, oh, maybe it's genetics. Even my parents don't really know mathematics. But maybe God has made you different. And you you would have succeeded well in acing your um calculations. If only you didn't carry so much resentment for your math tutors. And by identifying that, oh, there's a conflict between myself. It might be the small you, maybe the 10-year-old you. And now you're 35, you're 45. And you're still having issues with mathematics. You might just need to take yourself back to that experience and forgive the person. Let it go in your heart. And you'll be shocked that... From doing that seemingly simple activity, you have a clearer head. Your mind is pumped. Your hormones are, whichever hormone is responsible for smartness. Everything is just on point. And simply speaking, you're doing well, at least better than you used to be. Do you understand? Beloved of God, I want to really hope that by the hope of the Holy Spirit, you have seen that depression can be tackled. We have resources available to us. The Bible is inexhaustible. Every day there is something new to get from it. You have resources of professionals. You can speak to a therapist, right? You have things that you can also do yourself. Self-evaluation, resolving conflict, identifying your lifestyles, knowing what you do that brings you joy and what you do that brings you the least amount of joy. Beloved of God, I call you blessed. Bye!